And here's another podcast that's a must listen now. Built to Last is a podcast by American Express that highlights the stories, history, and continued legacy of Black-owned small business that shape American culture. Internets, tune in now on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Internets, I want to put you on to Stereo. It's an app for live social conversations, and I want to talk directly with you, our listeners. You could join our show, ask questions about the latest episodes, and share your experiences and opinions. I want to hear everything from you guys. So download Stereo now. It's available on the Apple Store and Google Play. It's called Stereo. You understand? How do you do it? It's simple. You just download the Stereo app and then follow the show at Stereo.com forward slash premium Pete Show. Again, Stereo.com forward slash premium Pete Show. Go to that. It'll bring you right to the app. You download it. Listen to me. I love Stereo and I know you will too. Let's get the convo going. And we're back out of internets. Peace and blessings to you and yours. Shouts to everybody that checked out last week's episode with Johnny Brennan, the creator of Jerky Boys. Listen to me. Jerky Boys is an iconic brand. When I was growing up, they were the funniest prank callers around. I really enjoyed it. So to be able to sit down with him, the creator, and go over it, it was special. If you haven't checked it out, make sure you go to SoundCloud or iTunes or Stitcher or iHeart, wherever you listen to the Premium Petro, and check it out. And even so, dig in the catalog. There are so many episodes you never know if it's an actor, an athlete, an entrepreneur, or somebody with just an incredible story. Somebody that just in their basement turned a $7 domain into a multi-million dollar business. Yes, those are the stories and gems you will hear on the Premium Pete Show. Now, before I get to this week's episode, open up your Twitter app, open up your Instagram app, at Premium Pete, at Premium Pete Show, and check the fuck in. Let me know where you're listening from. And I got some breaking, breaking news, okay? There's a very special Armando Sante episode, who's an actor. If you don't know of him, Google him, check him out, that I will be dropping in the next week or two. Plus, I got a bunch of others. Internets, listen to me, okay? You heard about me having my own sauce. You didn't? Well, if you didn't, let me put you on. If you did and you supported it, thank you. I truly appreciate it worldwide. Internets, I got my own sauce. Marinara, 100-year-old family recipe. My grandmother's recipe. My grandfather's recipe from the old town. Let me tell you something. We ship thousands of jars all over the world. Go to Pete'sPremiumPastaSauce.com today, okay? And if you're in the Brooklyn Greenpoint area, we're available on the shelf at Anthony & Sons Panini Shop. Okay, 433 Graham Avenue. Internets, one more time. Go to Pete'sPremiumPastaSauce.com today. I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but I have my own sauce, okay? And it goes great with everything. Chicken parm, eggplant, lasagna, baked ziti, just spaghetti, turkey spaghetti, whatever, okay? You want to dip mozzarella sticks in this marinara sauce? I promise you, it will have your house smelling better than it's ever been and your dishes more tastier than it's ever been. So that's it. That's all I got to say about that. Now, I do want to say, there's a lot of people that hit me up. If you ever want to email me, I'll give my email at the end of the uh, the end of the episode. You can hear it. But I do want to say this: if you're feeling discouraged, if you're feeling depressed, you're not alone. Okay, I want you to keep on trying, keep on pushing, and there's an extreme power in never giving up. So you know, I say this all the time, but never ever stop believing in you. Now. We had Jerky Boys last week. The week before, we had 38 Special. We had the Return of Static Selected. There's so many episodes that we got coming up. This week, I sit down. And, and actually, for those of you who may not listen before, the Jerky Boys episode and this Vanessa Simmons episode are Zooms. I never did a Zoom interview like that before. The audio is cool. You know, um, it's different as far as the vibe. But it is special to sit down with these individuals, okay? And sitting down with Vanessa Simmons, I mean, listen, the daughter of Rev Run, the legendary Run DMC, just an icon, just somebody that is in the bath shooting out tweets like I do. Now, I'm already playing. But listen, um, you know, she was inspired to do so by her daughter. She just became a mom a couple of years ago and other women in hopes to inspire mothers and women that they don't have to sacrifice their career for motherhood all while, oh, listen to this, all while carry on the Simmons family legacy. She's actually jumping right back into pastry sneakers as creative director. They're doing a lot of different things. Internets, listen to the episode, listen to her journey. There's also a part in there where I thought she was dating Dwayne Wade and then she was like, hell no, I don't know what you're talking about, which was pretty funny. But she, let me tell you something. The Simmons in general, I mean, she had to be put under so much pressure as being a Simmons. Um, I really am proud of, 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 of who she has become. I think she is a great leader 
for women. Um, and I'm excited to sit down with her. Internet, let me shut up. Just make sure you go to YouTube, subscribe to us, go to SoundCloud, subscribe, follow iTunes, rate, leave a comment, whatever. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the Premium Pete Show. Internet, I don't need to say no more, okay? But just understand, the next couple of weeks, we have a lot of great episodes coming up, so tune in. I present to you this week's episode of the Premium Pete Show with Vanessa Simmons. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Fat Man Scoop, the undisputed voice of the club, the two-time Grammy Award winner. Let me make this official for you. Fat Man Scoop, Cork McClan, Internets. It's time to go with my dude, Premium Pete. Let's get focused. Let's go, Internets. Let's turn up one time, Premium Pete. Come on, everybody, get set. Let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up. It's the Premium Pete Show. If you want the scoop in the lowdown, Listen to the show cause Milk said so Fuck what you heard, better act like you know It's the Premium Pete Show Internets, welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show Sitting here, well we're virtually uh, sitting here um, Doing an episode with the one and only Vanessa Simmons Uh, Vanessa, welcome to the Premium Pete Show Glad to have you on Of course, of course of course, of course. I know it's early down there in L.A. Um, I honestly feel L.A. like as a New Yorker, I feel like a lot of L.A. people like whenever I go there, it's like six in the morning. I'm up. I'm ready to go. And I'll hit my L.A. my L.A. people and I'll be like, yo, you want to have breakfast? And they're like, yeah, I'll see you at noon. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> That's the L.A. way. <laughs> right. Is, is it so? So so for those who, you know, again, I told you this off air, but for those who know you, they're going to learn a little bit more today. For those who don't know you, I want them to learn about you. So Vanessa Simmons grew up in where? Where did you grow up? New York, Queens, Queens, New York. Yep. So I am not an L.A. girl. So this is definitely a different lifestyle that I adapted later on in life. And how long have you been in um, L.A.? Well, now it's been like 12 years. It's unbelievable. It doesn't feel that way, but 12 years. My daughter is seven now. Congratulations. And I was here for a while before she was born. So, um, yeah, about 12 years here in L.A. Now, let me ask you, when you're in L.A. for 12 years, you know, Mm -hmm. for somebody who comes from New York, I mean, obviously, you know, as you have been making your own way of of, of business and, and endeavors, and you come from a family. I mean, let's honestly just say you come from a family of royalty. Um, <laughs> no, I'm being honest. And I mean that in the sense of, of, of you know, we, sh- we you know, we, I feel like this is happening more on Clubhouse. But, you know, I, I love that people are giving people more flowers because I feel like for a yes. while people were kind of like, yeah, he I or she I. Yeah, she, they got to prove themselves some more. Yeah. yeah and, and I feel like, you know. I mean, when we think about and I don't want to go off on a tangent, but when we think about like your father, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, run, you know, Rev Run, um, you know, we think about like what he's done, done with run DMC and just how, you know, and I, I, I don't think I ever met your father. I'm cool with DMC um, and rest in peace to Jam Master J um, for yes. sure. But you think about run DMC and what they went through and what he did and, and the foundation he laid down. Honestly, I'm going to go here. Um, as a father to a 21 year old um, and somebody okay. who's out here moving and grooving, you're grown up, you grew up in, you grew up in royalty, but you also have you and your sister have been people, uh, 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 you know, walking your own footsteps. Right. You know what I mean? How mm-hmm. has that been? Um, how how was was that growing up to have family, one that was royalty, but more importantly, to be able to to give you an assist. And I don't mean that in any way, like meaning like to be able to like, you know, like when I grew up, my father worked three jobs. Like, you know what I mean? Like he didn't, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't have like that. So how has that been? Because I'm not saying you guys are just like living off. You guys have created off of what they created. And, and, and it's like building, we talk about generational wealth, but it's not only about generational wealth. It's also about building what they have built. So anyway, how has that been? Right. I mean, growing up in a family like mine, I mean, there's definitely a lot going on. And I would say that it definitely really inspired me and my sister, especially when we saw baby fat come to life and we saw Kimora take this really male dominated world and she flipped it and she she inserted her femininity. And we were like, that's so dope. These fashion shows like we fell in love with fashion at an early age and entrepreneurship because that's what my family does. That's what Simmons is do. 
We do business. So we always knew we wanted to. So actually I went to college. My dad sent me to college, St. John's University, right after high school. I went right from high school to college. And I started doing um, my degree in communications and business. And, um, you know, I was able to apply that when we began pastry and me and my sister began pastry because, you know, a lot of people do like to give us flack and be like, oh, you know, your parents gave you this life. It wouldn't exist. Like, I do acknowledge that I'm very privileged. I do acknowledge that I come from a different background. But I do also want to put out there that we work really hard for our lifestyles. You know, the only thing my dad could do is give us the tools and give us the knowledge. You know, we had we had Run's house. So, you know, let's start there. That was a huge platform on MTV for us. And, you know, essentially, my dad gave us the tools. Like, if you want to live this lifestyle, you want to have an empire, I can't give it to you. But you got work. You can work really hard and see, you know, where you get. So he gave us the tools. I won't deny and sit here and say I wasn't privileged and, you know, may not have had a leg up with Run's house. But like at the end of the day, as Simmons, we're hard workers. And I feel like he instilled that at us in a young age so that we can begin our own businesses and 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 live the life similar to what we grew up with. Sure, sure. Yeah. And that's powerful. And that's a great, great, great explanation. <laughs> you know, and I mean that uh, truly respectful when I say that, you know, the maintaining that they did could only help you. And it's not like that's what I'm trying to do now for my daughter. So um, and I'm doing the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, doing, I'm doing what my dad taught me. You know, I want her to grow up and know sky's the limit. But you got work for it, baby. Absolutely. You know, you come from greatness, but that greatness was worked really hard for it. And to continue that legacy, we got to keep keep putting in the work. So now what 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 did what did you want to be when you were young? You know, you grew up in this household and, you know, mm-hmm. for those who know Ron, I mean, everything was, you know, the guy worked hard to have lavish, you know, la- let me just say lavish shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't just come and say, and you know what the problem is, too? And I realize this, especially, you know, I, I, I've dated um, girls who had, you know, um, fathers, executives in the music business. And, and to be honest with you, they've seen so much. So they're like, no, I don't want you to do that. I don't want you doing this. Like that's that. Mm. Cause they seen so much. Was there things that he didn't want you to become, or is there things that you wanted to become that he kind of was supportive of? I mean, you know, my dad sent me to school. I'm sure you know, he would have, he would have been happy with a doctor career or something. But at the end of the day, my dad supports us no matter what we choose to do. And he's always been that supportive force. So, um, you know, um, I think that my dad was just always down for whatever we want to do and he was going to support it. Did he tell us the, the, the downfalls that could happen and the dangers and, you know, the different things that exist in the industry? Sure. But, you know, I feel like he was confident enough that he raised, you know, smart enough kids to make decisions out there in the field. So, so what, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So what was a, a Simmons Christmas like growing up as a kid? Like, was there like certain people that were around uh, like, yeah. I mean, it was fun, but, you know, my dad's real rooted in family. So, you know, there was definitely a division from what was his like public life and then his family life. So Christmases were real personal, real special. And, um, you know, after we go off to St. Bart's, after we spent our Christmas time and then and then and then we get to see all all his fun friends and stuff. You know, some of those stories are all confidential. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Now, what about like, do you remember a certain Christmas gift that him and mom gave that stuck out to you or something? Or is there something that you always wanted that you were able to get or, um, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, what did I, I mean, senior year, I got I got a sports car, got my first car. Um, it was like a, it was what exactly what I wanted. It was a drop top brand new i don't want to say the year give away my age even though it's google <laughs> drop top mutubuchi eclipse it could like oh, start from like it could start from like down the block i could press the buttons and it would like start up and the heat would get going in the winter i mean when i entered st john's university that first semester you couldn't tell me nothing but that was one of my most memorable gifts that i just couldn't believe he did it like fully loaded everything still in high school here you go. I love, like I, I love the eclipse. Now, let me ask you, what was bump? You're pulling up to St. John's. What was bumping in there at the time? Do you remember? There had to be a certain song or album. Oh, I, you could hear me when I got my car. My parents would be like, we could hear you coming home. We know you're coming home. Everything hip hop. I'm a hip hop baby. I grew up in 
New York. So like back then, I think Fabulous was really big and he was like new and out. He still listens, like listen to the songs that you would never think. You look in the car, you hear this music and you look in the car and be like, oh, it's that girl. Like, cause you know, I look like little Valley girl, you know, people judge, people judge. Yeah. People judge. Yeah. Then you look over, you're like, who's bumping? Like, uh, that girl. Yeah. I'm a hip hop baby. I can't help it. So definitely a lot of hip hop was blasting. Yeah, so, and so a little let, bit Britney Spears. We yeah, balance. Yeah, yeah. Hit balance. me one more time. Hit me one more time. <laughs> you know? uh, she had one song that was like real loving song. I forgot what it was. It, it was actually pretty sentimental. I remember I, I had a breakup at the time and this girl like sent it to me. I was like, ah, oh, man, shit kind of. Ooh, uh, which song was that? I forgot. I got to look for it um, and, 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 and put it in there. I'll mention it when we in the intro when this episode drops. But um. I got to remember what song it was, but, but yeah, let's go right there. So, you know, being a hip hop head growing up in, you know, a family of, again, I'm saying royalty, um, you know, who are some, and I'm not going to give you top five. Like we could say, we could do top five, but we don't have to do them in order. Like who are your, you know, in no particular order, your top five favorite um, could be R and B or hip hop artists. Um, number one, Jay-Z, you know, like I feel like he was a pretty like constant force musically. For my youth growing up, he always had albums and then like, boom, he grows to be this mega businessman. And, you know, I, I, I love looking into things like that in a blueprint. So let's see, we have Jay-Z. Um, we can go right there with his his wife, of course, Beyonce. Um, who else? Um, this is really hard to like compile. It's okay. just don't, you don't even have to go in no particular order. So just, you know. Of all times. Okay. Jay-Z, Beyonce, um, let's see, Little Wayne, like Carter Days and stuff like that. Um, who else do we have? Um, 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 I just like New York stuff. It's really hard to like to Dipset? like just name artists. Yeah, I mean, I like Dipset. I wasn't like the hugest like Dipset fan growing up, but like you know, of course, I would listen to it. It's very New York. Um, I don't know. Give me something else. Um, but all I got is Jay Z, Beyonce, Lil Wayne, uh, Kanye West, of course. Like you know, I miss the, the 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 college dropout and all of those albums. Like I still religiously play them. Um, and who would be fifth? It's going to be R&B. I'm just going to go with, I always go with the 90s to 2000s R&B list on Alexa. Sorry, it's, it's hard to name like all those yeah, no, for sure. artists. For so sure. all encompassing. I'm a, I'm a 90s R&B girl too. So you're growing up in Queens and then didn't you guys move over to Jersey later on? We absolutely, yeah, we moved to Jersey. You went from you went from a corner bodega to a Wawa. How was that? You know, <laughs> a Wawa. Um, you know, it was it was just a natural transition. Um, but it was definitely something new for my dad getting out of New York and um, for our family. So it was it was it was definitely a I wouldn't say a culture shock, maybe a little bit. You know, because we were living right there in Queens. We were in Jamaica States. We were able to get, move around and, and, and be wherever we needed to be. Moving to Jersey moved us all the way out of the city, you know, 40, 50 minutes in. So, but it was cool. It's beautiful, you know, love the suburbs. Yeah, I'm out here now. Um, as a New Yorker, I love it now. I don't know if I could have lived up and grew up in it, um, but I love it now. It's just more peaceful, you know, so. Peaceful. So, yeah, and, and peaceful is something that, um you know, I don't think we really focus on until we get older. Um, uh-huh. Just your peace, your peace of mind. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I grew up, I had everybody outside on the corner. It was ne- no- noisy and loud. And I make a joke now. Now I got a deer on my lawn. Um, <laughs> and and I don't know. I, I, I like that. Um, Wawa, I will never understand the cult following that Wawa has. Um, I mean, I pull up, I see people come out with fucking Wawa hoodies. And I'm like, I don't, I, I don't get it. One thing I do like is that they pump your gas, and it's actually for people listening who don't know. Wawa is a gas station that also has a store um, that sells everything from sandwiches to food to drinks to coffee to etc. Um, I will say it, um, it is its life of its own. Um, 
but yeah, so you know, Wow Wow is definitely. I miss it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely classic. But you know, growing growing up, obviously, you know, Rev Run, your pops. Um, how was mom? How was your relationship with mom growing up? And did you have to play that mom dad role? Like kind of like dad or go, you, you know, you couldn't get it from dad, go to mom or how was that growing up? And how was mom? Well, I don't know if I think it was definitely touched on a run house, but like we come from a very blended family. My parents got divorced when I was 10. So I've been blessed with four parents. So, um, our relate our relationship dynamics are probably a little bit different, but I really have a great relationship with all my parents, honestly. And it definitely was play the game of if my mom says no, go to dad, or vice versa, because often my parents didn't live in the same house, so <laughs> I got to truly ask two different times. Um, but I, I have a great relationship with my parents, and you know I'm appreciative of that. It definitely counts in the long run. You grow up. Yeah, I think, um, you know, for me, too, you know, having that relationship with them and, you know, letting them, you know, let, letting you be who you are and and, and, and yes. flying and, 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 you know, creating your own because they have all these, you know, worries and thoughts and judgments. And um, so it's special when you see that, you know, it's funny, whenever I think about your pops, for some reason, I always think of the bath because I'm a big <laughs> I'm a big bath guy. Um you know, I'm not ashamed to admit it. You know, we talk about peacefulness. That's my mm. peacefulness. Um, I've, I've, I've wrote, I've wrote, I've, I've, I've closed deals in the bath. Um, I wrote and amended contracts. Um, I've wrote big money proposals in the bath. Um, and it gives me a chance to kind of like, I'm a spinner. So I love mm-hmm. the bath, you know, um, but it's funny how people think like of your pops or with the bath and everything, um, you know, um, like kind of like if I, if I, you know, I try to kind of carry a positive vibe around me. So sometimes you hear people say, oh, you got that Rev Run style. You ever heard people say that? Oh, I know. I love that. But he is very positive and the bath does aid to your peacefulness. So keep it going. I, I, he's given that he's passed that down to us. Like anytime I feel stressed, I'm running a bath, putting some essential oils in and throwing the day away. There we so go. It works. There we it go. works. There we go. Now, let me ask you something. How how was it, you know, um, growing up? You know, again, just going over the journey of Vanessa Simmons, you know, how was the relationship with your sister all these years? You know, like, how, were you always cool? Because, you know, some sisters, it's like, you cool. But then it's like, God forbid she wears your pants. Next thing you know, she's in the doghouse. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, we have that kind of relationship. Are you kidding me? Like me and my sister are very close. Obviously, we like built out our business together when we were really young. We got to travel and go on the road. So like we built a really strong bond. But as far as the regular sister relationship things go, yeah, she's going to be angry. She sees me in her pants or I steal one of her sunglasses or whatever the situation may be. You know, we have a real, a real normal sister relationship. We love each other to death, but definitely like, hey, don't let me catch you in my clothes. To this day, to this day, to this day. I left a pair of pants at her house. I was just visiting her in Miami just over the weekend. And I was like, listen, I left my jeans. Please do not wear them and think they're yours. Don't put them in your wardrobe. <laughs> we are in our 30s and this still happens. So, yeah, that's classic. You know, as as you, you know, embark on your journey, you know, go from Queens, go to Jersey, um, you know, figuring out what you want to do. Um, you know, we'll get to Run's house very shortly as far as like, you know, the moments on that. Um even, you know, even your years, like, you know, how hard has it been to be in the spotlight as far as even dating? You know, I remember, um, you know, it's funny, actually, your brother Jojo used to, I used to own sneaker stores. Your brother Jojo used to come to my uh, sneaker stores. Of um, course, he's a huge sneakerhead. Yeah, I'm talking about back in the day, like, you know. Um, of course. But anyway, yeah. being in the spotlight, like, how hard is, has that been? And I mean, it's respectfully for a person especially a woman mm-hmm. dating where it's like, like I remember a time and correct me if I'm wrong, where um, I believe you were dating Dwayne Wade. Like, um, no, I was. Why do people oh say this then? Because, because you no, know, sometimes it would be right. But for the most part, like media takeout, that's back with media takeout. Copy. And stuff. Copy it was the absolutely yeah. wrong. It yeah. was absolutely wrong. He, he came and visited. He went and it was like my sister's birthday party. 
He was there, came to the table, wish her a happy birthday. We took a picture next day. Him and I are dating. Never Copy, talked to copy. Him. Okay, okay. Because I remember life. seeing all that. And, you know, obviously I don't have the full clarification of that. But the point I'm trying to make is even dating where people, I'm sure the guys you have dated over the years, regardless if they were big or or, or, or small in the sense of a celebrity, um, like you got mm-hmm. pictures, you got cameras in your face, you got people like it, it, you know, it obviously comes with the territory. But, you know, how has that been yeah. for people like how, how did you adapt to that? Like, you know what I mean? Where you, does it just become normal? No, it doesn't. And to be honest, I don't indulge. You won't like we're growing up hip hop right now. We're showing our lives. You won't really see my family life because my significant other really doesn't enjoy being in front of the camera. He's a writer. He does that kind of stuff behind the camera and it's just not his thing. So I do have to walk a very, very delicate line with what I do because we do not share. And I've been in this relationship for almost my entirety of being in Los Angeles. And, um, and that's, and try that's to keep you it to myself. Yep. Yep. We just try to keep our relationship to ourselves. And I want to offer my daughter as much of a normal lifestyle as I can. But, you know, it's not going to be, she comes from two amazing, great, very big public families. But, um, you know, I want to offer her some sense of just normalcy if I can. And then with our relationship too, like, I just don't feel like it's anyone's business. Like, you know, and it puts so much more pressure on things and things when they don't work out. And then everyone has to know you have to make an announcement, like, excuse me to the world. It's just yeah. not my thing. So yeah, no, I, I, I keep the things that I like to keep public. And then like the things like that, I try to keep as much to myself as possible. It, it just works out better in the long run. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that, you know, how that happened is crazy. Like, comes takes a picture and then everyone says you're dating and then you know it's like kind of like you know i you know i remember hearing that but never under you know never asking so you know that's why i asked um so it's it's funny how those type of things could happen you know years ago um you and your sister come out with a line called pastry um how did that Uh even you know because obviously me and you didn't talk at that time how did that even come to light at that time because now as we're talking we're coming back but how did that even come to, yeah. to come to light at that time? Well, like I said earlier on, me and Angela have always been into fashion. Angela went to fashion school. I was heavy in marketing. We always wanted to do a line. So my dad put us to work in finding out what would work for the market. He didn't just send us in and say, hey, yeah, do whatever you want. It's like, that's fine. You know, what works? What's, what's missing? We looked for a void in the market. And then my dad was doing run athletics at the time. So we're like, let's do a female sneaker. You know, there are no sneakers that were geared towards, at the time we were young girls, young girls, like four girls, by girls. So I was like, let's go for it. Let's go all out, have fun, make it colorful, have fun with the marketing. And pastry was born. And um, it was unbelievable what unfolded the next, the years to follow. The brand became very successful, both, um, you know, nationally and internationally. Yep. yep. And um, we grossed quite a bit of money. How many <laughs> years? How, how many years did the pastry line live for before you stopped, um, you know, production and everything? Well, to be honest, pastry is going to be 15 in March. It never stopped production. What happened is in 2012, me and my sister we were getting older. We wanted to explore other options, so we said, "Hey, we're giving up our titles here." Um, we're going to go do other things and pastry lived on and it, it grew popularity in a dance space. So you'll see a lot of pastry on like NFL cheerleaders, NBA cheerleaders, um, high school, college cheerleaders, like on a professional level, pastry is actually really respected in a dance world and, you know, a choice, a shoe of choice. Copy. So it never stops running. We are going on 15 years. I got inspired to come back after having my daughter She's very into fashion and we began our own mommy and me line. And while we're doing that, I'm showing her stuff from when I grew up and what I was doing, you know, and you know, the business I built my sister. And she said, well, mommy, how come you don't design sneakers anymore? And I said, you know what, Ava, that's a, a good question. And I began my journey to get back on board. And now I'm back as creative director and just want to bring pastry full circle back into popular culture and, you know, grow with my audience. I know they're still out there and I want to, you know, can we connect with them and really have the brand evolve with the current needs of the modern day woman. Internet, what's up y'all? 
is Premium Pete. You know who it is. Now, let me ask you something. Do you ever listen to this show and have questions about some of my classic interviews? Maybe the Pistol Pete or the Ed Lover, the Gary V, or who knows, maybe even the Ice-T. Listen to me. If you ever just wish to reach out to me directly and ask what it was like to do those interviews or ask me some follow-up questions, maybe you have. Or do you just want to ask me about a new pair of sneakers that just dropped? Or maybe, just maybe, you want to know what the secret ingredient in that Pete's Premium Pasta Sauce is. Well, let me tell you, you're not going to get it, but you will get the jar. <laughs> I'm already playing. Um, listen to me. Stereo, okay? I'll be on there for the next nine weeks. I'm on there a couple of times a week, so I want you to go to Stereo.com forward slash Premium Pete Show. Again, Stereo.com forward slash Premium Pete Show, okay? Make sure you follow me. I was on there the other uh, the last week with Chris Morrow. Mad people asking questions about the Combat Jack Show, Premium Pete Show, podcasting. Uh, it's dope. I, I like it. Listen, internets, okay? I want to connect with you, okay? I want to talk to all of y'all. You want to come on stereo and talk to me? For the next nine weeks, I'll be on there a couple of times a week. Do me a favor. Go to the App Store and Apple or Google Play. Download Stereo today. But I want you to download Stereo like this. Go to Stereo.com, okay? Forward slash Premium Pete Show. One more time. Stereo.com forward slash Premium Pete Show. Just download it. I love stereo, and I know you will too. Let's get the convo going. I'll see you over there. Internets, I already told you there's another podcast that's a must-listen now. It's Built to Last. It's a podcast by American Express that highlights the stories, history, and continued legacy of black-owned small businesses that shape American culture. Okay, let me put you on. In honor of Black History Month, American Express has continued to shine a light on these black-owned businesses with the release of a special episode highlighting Rose Nacard, the first known coffee vendor in New Orleans in the 1800s, and Sip and Sonder, a community and well-being-focused coffee shop in Inglewood, California. Okay, let me put you on a little bit more. If you haven't already, check out the debut season of Built to Last and hear host Elaine Welterot explore how black business leaders of our past have inspired today's black-owned small businesses, okay? The season features small business owners like Pinky Cole, Volantis Food Truck Restaurant, Slutty Vegan, Anifa Movember, um, a cutting-edge designer, and so many other amazing small business owners, okay? Plus, there's a special check-in with modern-day Renaissance woman, Issa Rae. You know her. As Built to Last uncovers and celebrates past and present stories of black entrepreneurship in America, we hope to encourage all of our listeners to support these businesses and also the black-owned businesses in your community today. Check out the debut season of Built to Last on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You, you, you know, for those who don't know, what does pastry mean? Like, how did you come up with that name? Purely, I was a marketing major, loved marketing in, in, in college, and me and my sister we were thinking of what we can name this brand. And we were like, what about pastries? Like, you know, like make it sweet. Like, and we can have fun with that. And we just went all out. I, like I'm telling you, like our goal for this brand was, we were like, what if we made a million dollars? Like that was <laughs> our goal. We were young. <laughs> and then we like blew our expectations out of the water. Like that was how much could do, do we have dollars. numbers? Do we have numbers for people, for non-believers? Do we have numbers on how much pastry did? Like, it doesn't have to be fully accurate, but do we have numbers? That did? Uh, yeah, it was it was over 50 million. There we go. There we go. So and, and, and it still continued to make money after Angela and I left. Like copy. Yeah, so. We just you just weren't the faces on it uh, for the time being. You know, um, let me ask you. I also heard that they're going to be doing some active wear besides only shoes. So what is so you're going to have a yeah. mommy me line. Right. Yes, the mommy and me line. That's a completely different line. That's called I like glitter that. lace. So, so, yeah. so obviously that would be for you know moms and daughters, or or or, yeah. or, 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 or and and kind of like have that you know. And then what about the active? What's going to be because from me here and now, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, for pastry 2.0, that's what I'm calling this whole project. There you go. Um, there you go. We're we're moving more in a wellness um, area. I feel like my customer has grown up. She's probably a mom. She's probably you know, fitness conscious and all that kind of stuff. So I want to, I want to give stuff to aid to that lifestyle. So I've worked all summer on a really good fitness line. I'm really excited about it. It contours your body. It helps sculpt it and hold it in so that you can get physically active. And, um, we're going to be going from size, uh, double XS to five, um, 
5XL. Nice. So yeah, it will be all inclusive and um, I'm, I'm excited about it. I think that the colors are fun. I think that they go really nice with sneakers. And then I'm now currently working on the Heritage Collection, which is our new sneakers. So we got the team working and hopefully, you know, we have something out pretty soon, hopefully by the fall. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, congratulations. And when, when you think about, you know, for me, just being such a footwear guy, um, you know, uh, like I told you, I've been in the sneaker culture for many, many years, own stores. Um, I've released my own sneakers with, I have collaborations with different brands. Um, you know, what do you foresee pastry to be as far as sneakers? Like, is there certain models or designs or, or, or silhouettes that you're trying to uh, bring to the market? You know, because look, over the years, um, like I'm, you know, I've been in sneakers a long time. I say that, I say that humbly. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I deal with, um, I deal with a lot of women and a lot of women are like, yo, we don't only want pink sneakers. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know how Nike always just makes like say pink ones and they're like, yeah, you know, we just don't only want pink. Like what is your approach as far as into footwear and pastry 2.0? Um, well, first and foremost, I think we're going to have a heavy concentration on comfort. That's really important to me because if these are going to be shoes that we're doing our errands in, that we're doing our working out, and I want it to be lifestyle based, they need to be something that's really comfortable to wear, comfortable to move in. So everything that is designed around the pastry shoe will be made to inspire movement in some way. Um, and then, no, we're not just going to focus on like the pinks and stuff. Of course, we're going to have that in there because, you know, there is a girl. She is I. I am her. So we will include that for that girl. But, you know, we really want to have a full, full option, full rounded options available for everyone. And that includes color schemes. So it won't be as heavy into like just the pinks and all that kind of stuff. Like when we were younger, you know, it will reflect more of my evolution and what I've what I see as pastry's sure. evolution, which is representing today's modern day woman as, as I'm going to encompass her as much as I can. Sure. Sure. Which, which is just as a man, a hustler, um, an yes. entrepreneur, um, yes. um, even if, even if a woman is working a nine to five or eight to four, this day and age, she's coming home and she's doing some other things on the side could be baking, could be fitness. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we do live in a world right now where it's like, you know, um, people are, are, are doing multiple, multiple things. So I'm excited for it. I'm excited to, uh, see what you guys, you know, come out with. Now, let me ask them any possible collabs. Are you going to go that, uh, route, you know, give Woo! somebody their sneaker? Um, is there people you're talking yes. that you could talk about or, or, or are you trying to be, um, everything quiet, Vanessa? Well, it's not that I'm trying to be quiet, but you know, contracts <laughs> and all that kind of stuff gets you held up. So um, there are, I am excited to say that there are some really big collaborations we have coming and um, I, we're going to have our own milkshake at Sugar Factory Nationwide, which is pretty exciting. Nice. So we're going to have like the pastry, pastry milkshake. You guys will be able to go into the restaurant and order the pastry insane milkshake in honor of me returning as creative director. So that's one collaboration I can talk about, but um, we have many. And I think some that are really going to surprise everyone um, just because of like, it, it's going to be unexpected. I can tell you that, but we have many collaborations because I'm a huge firm believer as a business leader that, you know, it's collaboration over competition. We can all help each other. We can all build each other. We can all lift each other. It's power and collaborations. Yep. I agree with that. You know, over the years, you know, You've done a lot of different things, um, kind of found yourself as 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 an entrepreneur, you know, what you want to mm-hmm. do, what you don't want to do, um, you know, grew a family, a seven year old daughter. Um, you know, when you look back and, you know, and there's still a lot of life to live, obviously. But when you look back, do you have, you know, do you have moments that really stick out to you um, that are special, that you feel um, accomplished, that you feel, you know, um, proud of yourself because you know sometimes you get into a family like yours i mean same things like could be with the kardashians you know where certain people feel you know less of uh not saying you do but i'm just giving an example of where it's like sometimes you know it's like everybody's successful everybody's doing something it's like you want to be successful too but at the same time you don't want to keep up you just want to be happy you know what i mean Um, you said a word yeah there we go you just you just want to be happy yeah and that's kind of 
my life, you know, like I'm not in this for fame. I'm not in this for attention. I'm in this because of the love of all of the projects and the things that I get to experience and offer the world. So um, I would definitely say if there's, there's many, I'm, I'm very proud of my path and the things that I'm doing, but of course my child is the first number one, most important, you know, accomplishment to me. Like I really have a real life being mini me living here. Um, but professionally wise, I would have to say my journey as an actress, because so many people have told me over the years, you know, no, or you should stick to the business and, you know, maybe that isn't for you. And, you know, I've really had to grow. I really had to take classes. I really had to get better. I really had to, you know, keep persisting to keep that dream alive for me and, I'm pretty proud of where I am with it right now. We're going into season three of a show called Craig Ross Jr.'s Monogamy. That's on the all black um, platform. You guys can check out the first two seasons there. Um, Games people play on BET going into second season. I have a a film dropping this, the 11th on BET Plus. And I mean, there's still more work to do there. I'm still growing. I'm still getting better. But I'm proud of that because so many people have told me, nah, maybe the acting isn't for you. And I'm like, you can't define me. You can't tell me, you know, I can tell myself. So the only way to combat that was to get better and to learn and to grow. So I'm really proud of my journey as an actress. I know it's completely left field from the the business of sneaker entrepreneur, but you know, I'm multifaceted. Yeah. How was, how was uh, growing up hip hop? How'd you like doing that? We are still doing that. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm beyond sure. I don't even follow it. You know what I mean? Um, so, I mean that respectfully. I mean, I, I'm, I, um, you know, to each is their own of, 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 you know, what you like as far as, um, you know, I watched it. I just, I'm just saying, I don't keep up with it like that. So, um, yeah. Well, it's an yeah. ensemble show, many different energies, many different people on it. Um, but I enjoy doing it just that. That's my connection right now with my siblings. I know that during the year, during this pandemic, I wasn't able to see my family for almost like a year, but I got to see them because, you know, we film in our bubble environments, very safe, very COVID safe and all that. So we've been filming. So I get to see them. So I would just say like bringing me closer to my siblings and filming for me has always been about family. Cause when we did runs house, it was about family to daddy's girls. You know, it was a way for us to be together. And I look at growing up hip hop that way. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting meeting other kids of, you know, and we're all very different. We're all very different. Yeah, I forgot who was on it. The times I've seen it, I think it was like uh, Romeo was on there, maybe, right? And yeah, Romeo. Maybe Dame and- Dash's kids. But then I know he was going crazy about that. And I was like, I just didn't, you know, I, I hardly watch TV. I hardly watch anything like that. So, so uh, you know, but, but uh, you, you know, Run's House, when you think about it, and, you know, as we wind this episode down, you know, when that happened, I mean, was that something exciting? Like, is that something that, yeah. like, like that, oh you know? Goodness. Yeah. It was amazing. You know, I was literally fresh out of college. I wasn't even done with college for a week before I moved into that next chapter. And we actually filmed the pilot while I was at St. John's, like in my dorms. I was the girl on campus with the dog and all of this crazy stuff. And they got this, they came to our school and they covered all that and made the trailer for or the pilot for Run's House. And then we got picked up a week after moving out of St. John's out of the dorms, we began Run's House and I was on my next journey. So and who, um, and, and, and it was who, very exciting. How did you know what to, uh, did Pops help you as far as with the contract to know what you could get? You know what I mean? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, see, that's the privileged part we, I'm talking about. Like, we, we've no, always and, had, and like, the wrong lawyers. With it. Wrong with it. Yeah. yeah, we've always had the lawyers and stuff, and my dad always put us in the game, so we know and how to how to understand contracts and all that kind of stuff. So if you're going to be a business person, you must know. Yeah, the jargon, the jargon. The jargon is so yeah. annoying with these <laughs> fucking contracts. It is. That, it oh is. <laughs> in perpetuity, Vanessa. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, L.A., man, uh, 12 years. Um, man, fucking COVID, man, hurt these restaurant business. But your best restaurants out there. What, what's your best food, your best spots out there that you're messing with since you've been out there? Mm, um, L.A. eating is very different from New York eating. Um, but, like, you know, my favorite current restaurant 
that I've been going to or getting my stuff from because I don't eat in, I'm not dining in, I'm not playing games. Um, it's um, a restaurant called Javier's. This is a Mexican restaurant. So obviously, since I've been out here, I think I've, I've grown a liking to Mexican food that, you know, we didn't really have that on the East Coast. More so we had like Dominican food or like, you know, out here it's like Mexican food. So I've, I've grown fond and I, I have my taco taco nights here now. So Hey, listen, oh, taco nights are always special. You know, over the years of gaining success, somebody always buys something um, that they always wanted or something dumb or something crazy, like could be a mink could be, you know, a expensive thing. What is something that you have bought with your own money uh, through, you know, over the years that, you know, you were kind of like, you just, you had to have it. You put some money on it, um, but you bought it with your own money and it was kind of a proud moment. A lot of bags and shoes currently building. <laughs> that's, 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 that's walking, walking, walking closet with bags and shoes. How many shoes you have? Yeah. Vanessa? I, I, I have no idea. I, I cannot. I can't count, to be honest. I have. And I'm what not about even bags? What about bags? It has the ratio to bags to shoes. More bags than shoes. That was my first. Those were my first purchases ever was um, bags. I think I bought my first luxury bag at 16. I had won this pageant. When I didn't win the pageant, I won like one of the categories in a pageant. And I got like thousands of dollars, $3,000, $4,000. I went and bought a Louis Vuitton bag, 16. <laughs> I love it. So it's been going on for a while. I have too many bags to count. Now, what about uh, the uh, Birkin bag? Um, I have one. So okay. Okay. I don't know if that's even, that's, that's flexy enough. W one may not even be flexy no more. What is this so, one? I'll, I'll, take, I'll take my one. I'm fine with that. I don't got to <laughs> compete. I don't have to compete. <laughs> as, we, as 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 we let the people know, you know, pastry we spoke about never went anywhere. You're just coming back on as creative director. Tons of things mm -hmm. going on. Active wear, shoes releasing, products releasing. When is this happening? Where is this happening? Well, it is currently happening. Um, all of my product lines are available if you are in L.A. at Westfield Century City Mall. Or you can um, follow me online and... Um, Follow us on our websites, um, lovepastry.com. And um, follow me at Vanessa J. Simmons on Instagram. And um, you can check out everything I'm doing there. It's a lot to keep up with. But if you follow me, I keep all of my sure. followers informed. Yeah. And every Thursday, check out my Facebook show. I have a Facebook watch talk show called Asking for a Friend. So this and, was and, the plug hour, right? Yeah, of course. And, what, <laughs> and, and it's all good. It's all good. And what are you asking for a friend, though? I'm asking any question. People come to me. The, the, the premise of the show is people come to me with the questions that they always hold inside, you know, the things that might either be embarrassing or just like, you know, things that sound weird coming out of your mouth. So um, I am the conduit for the information. We find the experts for the questions and we get down to it. Um, last Thursday's episode was about navigating toxic relationships. We had a caller call in. And my sister helped me with the topic. It's available right now. The week before that, we talked about politics. So it's a lot more serious and in tune with what's going on in the world today for that episode. But every week will be a different topic. We touch on everything from, like I said, toxic relationships to social issues to um, we talk about CBD and THC, the difference, like just anything you can think of, the weird things people have rolling around in their mind. They're calling in, they're asking me and we're, I'm finding an expert. So that's available now. Now, let me ask you, what, what are you reading any books? Are you a book reader? <clears throat> I am a book reader. I'm embarrassed to say that I've had a very busy year so far and I have not zeroed I mean, in. We're on only, my we're only one year. month and change in Vanessa. So, you know, I know, but I like to usually have those things together. <laughs> well, what, what's some of your top books? Like, you know, th again, no particular order, but what's some of your books you you would recommend um, um, that people should the last uh, read? Thing, the last thing I read was in December to quiet my mind. And I read it every few years. It's called The Power of Now. And it just really trains you to really just like approach life with a different mindset of living in the now, not living in the past, not living in the future, but living and capitalizing off of living in the current moment. Um, that's one of my favorite books. 
one of the ones I stole from my dad's library and I read all the time just to kind of recenter me. I love it. Love it. So listen, um, thanks. You know, hopefully when I get to LA, we could sit down. This is actually what, you know, I, if I'd done less than a couple of zoom interviews, uh, this is, uh, one of them. Um, I'm lucky if I did a handful uh, <laughs> of them. Um, but you know, I definitely, you know, excited to let people know about pastry, let people know about your journey. Um, you know, sometimes people look at like people who are born into, you know, families like that, like, you know, like it's just so easy and I know it's not right. You know, you get mm-hmm. a little, you know, um, I wasn't born into the uh, family like that, but you know, you, you still, somebody could get you in. You still got to hustle. Like, you know what I mean? Like your pops oh, could yeah. like, your pops could tell a law firm, like, yo, you, you should hire my daughter. Maybe they'll do it. Right. But at the end of the day, it's like, how's she doing? Oh, okay. She, she's not doing anything. Well, we really don't need her here. Um, or she's doing great or she, you know, and I think finding yourself amongst, uh, that is a special thing. So, you know, it's been great to see that, you know, uh, thank you. Yeah. So continue success. Um, is it love pastry.com? Love pastry.com. Yeah. Yep. Continue that. I, I'm definitely look forward to seeing what it's all about. Um, the active wear, um, for sure. You know, I want to see what you guys come out with the collabs. I wish you a bunch of success. And like Thank I said, w- when I get to LA, we'll sit down, we'll do more of a formal, uh, premium P show episode, but thanks for taking the time. Um, internets, make sure you follow her, make sure you keep, um, you know, a track of what she's got going on, especially with the pastry and any type of film she's in TV shows, et cetera. And listen, have a great day. Um, and we'll talk soon. The one and only, Vanessa Simmons. Thank you so much for having me. Have right, a good one. Vanessa. Bye. Okay, bye. Oh, yeah. Vanessa Simmons on the Premium Peach Show. That was a good episode. Listen, Zoom doesn't really give me the vibes of like how I could connect so well and something that I feel like I'm really good at. But again, I am thankful to sit down with uh, different people during these times. I know it's not easy for everybody to sit in person. So listen, shouts to Vanessa Simmons. Make sure you check out Pastry. They're coming back in a big way. They're doing a lot of different things. Now, you want to advertise on the Premium Petro? You're a big brand, small brand, whatever it is, email me today, thepremiumpetro at gmail.com. Again, email me today, thepremiumpetro at gmail.com. Okay, we, if you want to, questions about podcasting, you want, you, you want, to advertise on other podcast shows? Yeah, I do that too, okay? Just hit me up and we'll discuss it further, okay? ThePremiumPetreau at gmail.com. Internets, peace and blessings to you and yours. I'm about to crack open a jar of peace premium pasta sauce and go make some lasagna right now. I'll be back and I'll see you next episode. Peace.